superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Valley with one on the clock. Oh, a heartbreaker for Chicago. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm the greatest. This is the Rich Eisen Show. He is so good and he he's so powerful to be around. With guest host, John Spider Sally. Sabonis throws to the rim where Tatum grabs and flushes. Now for the MVP, I don't think there's much suspense. Jason Tatum. Earlier on the show. Host of HBO's Game Theory, Bomani Jones. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's John Sally. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. This is John Spider Sally filling in. This is such a great day. I appreciate you, Rich, and the whole crew. Everybody. I, I love this show. So it's calming. It's great. You guys know your stuff. That's, you know. I have to, you know, I, I, my my cousin here, um, I call him CNN for the uh, Cousin Negro News. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's just in. Well, like, you know, it, it's a trip. It, he'll say something. He always lets me know when somebody wow. dies, too. And he calls and he apologizes like, uh, sorry, bro. Like, I had something to do with it. Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But, it, you know, he keeps me abreast on things. And then the whole day is messed up. He'll say something and the whole day will go crazy. We got a caller going to come on in this hour. And so I wish we had more callers so I can hear how crazy some people are. <laughs> uh, and so for anybody to call, you just dial 844-204-RICH, R-I-C-H. Uh, and you can, you know. Say something. Hopefully it's intelligent. Hopefully it makes a difference uh, to what we're talking about. And I know I'm not going to talk about politics. Refuse to speak about politics or religion. Let's talk about Russell Westbrook. Then we can do that. Let's do it. That's political. He went from the Lakers to the Clippers well, with his own negotiation. He went to Utah for a second. <laughs> yeah, his rights. How are you going to gonna remember the Westbrook Utah years? I know when he <laughs> he went off on them. Yeah, we're going to remember minutes, minutes. So this is so explain it. He had a buyout, meaning he can buy his contract, his rights. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So he take was, less money. Yeah, or something? He, he was bought out, and so now he's a free agent. And it appears, according to Woj and everyone else, he's going to the Clippers, so he doesn't have to leave town. And uh, he's just same arena, just putting on a different uniform. And now he's going to lead their second unit, presumably TJ. And I guess the big question is, is does this push them kind of over the top? Can they really make a run in the West? Five teams in five years? 
Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Five teams in five years. Interesting end of his career. But yeah. Just it, for this season. I mean, is, it, is this move enough to put them past Denver has been playing great all year. Now Phoenix is the second betting favorite to win the title now with Kevin Durant. Is that, is that going to be enough for the Clippers? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think about this. Him First things first, plays at UCLA from Los Angeles, correct? Mm-hmm. He is, yeah. Um, has his whole life here. His car dealerships, you know, if you want to buy a car, go up, go out to the Valley, go to Westbrook and get you a Jeep or a Maserati. Uh, it, it depends on you. He has th- those things, which I, I'm very proud of, uh, of him having. But then he doesn't have to move his kids. But he said something when all these different people start saying things about him and it hits the pay that it gets down to the school level to his kids. And um, people forget about that, that, they, that, that, you know, athletes are humans, too. Uh, they they. They shouldn't, but they forget about it. I I think that's why I put my girls in the French school. They hate sports, at least say Francais. <laughs> at least they, they didn't even know that I played basketball. I was in a wait on line over there, sir. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like I had to wait in line all the time. So I think, you know, he has all the different things Westbrook has to go through. But he came to play, came to play all the time. Was not hurt, hard going to the hole. He goes to the to the basket, very very strong. I'm telling you, this I, I I love his game. I just hope right now it improves in the second half of the season. I really do. Like I didn't understand at first. I didn't understand why Kawhi was going to the Clippers because the deal they gave him in Toronto. <sighs> what a deal, man! They they pay your taxes, going to give you a mansion. I thought that was going to be great. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if these L.A. guys playing together, if it really, if it pays off, if they play like his AAU ball. All they need now is uh, who else do they need on their squad to make to make them go crazy? Get Carmelo Anthony on the Clippers. <laughs> right? They, all those guys got something. To, for, for, right now they'd be, they wouldn't play for a check. They'd be playing just to be playing for the love of the game, and that would, that would show off. Definitely. All right, so make sure if you want to call 844-204-RICH. Do we have anybody on the, on the line? Should we put anybody on yeah, the line? Yeah, let's go. Line one. Let's go to Jack in Florida. What's up, Jack? What's up, Jack? How you doing? All right, bro. I wanted to ask uh, John a question about Robert Parrish. Did he not get enough credit for the uh, big three for the Boston Celtics? <clears throat> I think you're 100 percent right. When when Chief when Chief was on the uh, on 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 the Celtics, it was him that literally opened up things for everybody else. He and Mikael, think about it too. They had to put Cornbread and Maxwell on the bench, mm-hmm. which was crazy because Cornbread was like almost the MVP of the league. So to see that change uh, to put a younger Mikael on the squad on on it, but I think Robert Paris. The way he played, I just showed somebody, I I don't know if you heard, I was showing this guy different things, and a lot of them I learned from Robert Parrish. First thing he would do when he would shoot the ball is shoot it high up on the corner of the square, and it was going to be a bank shot. But you knew that. When he got in the game, you knew that. So I, I do think that they don't give him a lot of credit, but I think Larry Bird was such a shining star that it was hard to talk about anybody else on that squad. Larry, Larry was amazing, and it was funny. 
how Tiny Archibald explained it at one time. Um, but Larry Bird, when they're talking about all these different players now, nobody playing now was as good as Larry Bird. There's th- nobody. Well, you can talk about Joker. You can talk about uh, Jokic. You can talk about Luka. Uh, Luka. You can talk about it. Luka didn't move like Larry. Larry was, believe it or not, Larry was faster than that and, can, and was quick to dunk on you and quick to talk smack. And it was just it was just so hard to guard. But going back to what you said, I just think Robert Paris, um, he played the role. He was reliable. He was the reliable center inside. And he wasn't too big and bulky. He was still lanky with, with strong shoulders. He looked like, you know, he was built like Gianna. You know, built like the Greek freak who uh, I, I, I met him and I couldn't believe He's also an alien from the same planet <laughs> next to Dennis Rodman. Definitely an alien. All right, thanks for your call, bro. Hope Thank I answered you your question. Much. Yeah. You want to handicap this NBA race as we had? I think there's, what, 23 games left in the regular season. Do you want to – is Boston the fav- They're the betting favorite? Are they your favorite? Like Bomani- Boston is always my favorite. Bomani said that Milwaukee's going to win the title this year. <sighs> Let's think about it. So let's think about it as uh, entertainers, as a, as, as a company. Who would you want to win the championship? We're Adam Silver? Is that who we're thinking about? If, if, you, if you're a company. If you're a company. Would, am I running the NBA? Is yeah, that? If, you're, if you're a company and you get to pick somebody to represent you, would you, who would you want it to be? I want to see Boston and Phoenix play. You want to see Boston and Phoenix? Because he's a Boston fan. Yeah, I'm a Boston fan as well, so I I would want to see them. But they're the number one market in the East, so yeah. Yeah, I would want to see them not lose. I think think them losing last time really, really killed it for me. And I I always see, like during the finals, um, during the Super Bowl, I watched when the Eagles lost their gas. When the coach started yelling at the at the play at at the assistant coaches, and when they couldn't get the offense on the field, when they had to lay games, I I really think, and they couldn't capitalize on plays or didn't know certain positions to be in. I just saw the air go out of it. So I think that when I watched Boston the last time they played, I just watched the air. I just watched Tatum get tired. Yeah, and. It's the it's the third or fourth season. I, I, you don't get tired during that time, but I think he's strong enough this time. Once you go through it, and that's what happened when I was a Piston. Once you lose, you know how not to lose. So I'm thinking the same thing. But I love watching Giannis play. I, I like the fact that he uses his length. I like that he's intense. Um, I really like watching him play. So I think it's going to be a good fight, a good fight. And I don't think anybody else. We don't even talk about Atlanta, uh, what they're doing. Jimmy Butler is about to get my man K-Love, what's going to happen down in Miami. Yep. Um, did, did, did we talk about Jimmy Butler? Do they talk about Jimmy Butler anymore? Is the NBA like who? who Miami's I, kind of become an afterthought this season. Yeah, like what's After happening? After being right there. for I mean, they took Boston to game seven last year. They – Made the finals in the bubble. Like they've been a really, really strong team out of the East for the last few seasons. Yeah. What happened? What happened? What what's up with the with the machine? The machine is gonna get to the point where I think the NBA is gonna go international to the point where we travel to Europe for two weeks at a time. Or we 
Um, I was going to say Africa, but Africa got the new league, the BLL, B-A-L, Basketball League, Basketball Africa League. Is that what it's called? Something like that? I think that's what it's called. Uh, and they got like six, nine guys jumping 14 feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you know, we're going to give you your own lead. We're not going to bring you over here. Yeah, the BAL. The BAL, yeah, man. And, you know, what as a league, what's going to happen? I think we're just going to have to make it a broad lead. It's going to have to change the way it is. With the problems or the situation going on with China, you know, we don't talk about that anymore. We only talk about, you know, as I was told today, Dwight Howard playing for his team in Taiwan didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I think they would only talk about Taiwan. We're not going to talk about going over to China. I think that's that's a big thing. But I think the league is going to be, if it's going to stay alive, it's going to have to go international. It's going to have to be, it's going to have to expand. It's going to have to be bigger than we see it right now. So who's coming out of the West? It's It has to be Phoenix. It it has to be Phoenix because Chris Paul still has his commercials. And Devin Booker. <laughs> I'm only talking like a league. Uh, it has to be. Here's a question, though. So last year when the Sixers got hardened, one of my biggest thoughts was, okay, 25 games left when they got him. Let's just say he played. I think he did play 25. Didn't seem like that was enough time to fully integrate him into that team into that offense. So do you see the same thing happen with Phoenix? Because that starting lineup's only probably going to get 20, 20 games together probably. No. Everyone sits out and everything. Do you think that's enough time? No. When I saw Kyrie step on the court, oh, my God, we left Dallas out. How could I leave? I could, I, you know, the God MC. Uh, definitely um, Kyrie Irving. Uh, we should find a picture of his sneakers yesterday. They were really, you know, had his tribe on it. Pretty slick, pretty slick. They, yeah, I saw them. Yeah, pretty dope. Um, when you play basketball, this this is, is there's one basketball and one rim, right? Two rims. One basketball, two rims. And if a guy is a shooter, it doesn't make a difference where he goes. There's, it's the same circumference. It's the same height. Maybe the background may be different. The year, the cheers, but you get to a point where you don't hear cheers or booze. So fitting in, um, plus he has the ball in his hand a lot. It's just that your boy Joel was in the way, right? He's used to breaking people down and going to the basket with his left hand, but big fella was down there, so he had to throw the ball down to him. So fitting in, it's an easy, easy thing when you're only doing one thing, playing basketball. If you all the rest of the stuff is what gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely what gets in the way. Anyway, we're looking for callers, man. We want more people to call if you want to call in. 844-204-RICH, R-I-C-H. Yeah, we uh, got somebody on, John. Let's, oh, go yeah. to, uh, let's go to Tony in Portland. What's Tony, up, Tony in Portland. I love Portland. What up, Tony? John Sally. Hey, yeah, man. man. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Same here. What's your question? What you got to say? Give me something that's, that, that we can hey. d- debate. Hey, well, I don't have a debate, but I was okay. hoping you could take us behind the scenes back in the day of the best damn sports show and tell us uh, well, what you can on air, the <laughs> craziest thing that Tom Arnold ever did. Uh, 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, I love Tom Arnold, boy. Tom Arnold gave me a different perspective on this entertainment life. Uh, he only stayed four years. He said, you can't do anything. 
four years, you got to be out on to the next thing. Ooh. I didn't realize that. And then you start realizing they really do it like that. Um, Tom was great, man. Uh, he did things. We had this this segment that was written, this funny segment. It was called Things You Wouldn't Say. <laughs> and he would do things. These are things you wouldn't say to somebody. Mm-hmm. The one time he did things you wouldn't say to Tiger Woods was the first and only time Tiger Woods watched the show. Oh, gosh. And let us have it. And was like, I'll never come on that show. And I know T. Woods. I was like, no, we got, we can't have a show and not have Tiger. <laughs> like, he got a great personality. He did not like that part. But that's what we did. We, we made a lot of guys are not good at being self-deprecating, meaning laughing at yourself and not taking yourself too serious. But I got to interview Tiger at Riviera. I went to Riviera, interviewed him, and um, you know, gave a couple of shots. But that, that would about it. Tom was so big on professionalism, and um, even then, when we said the show was too, you know, too charged, Tom took advantage. He always took things seriously. He knew what jokes would work. He knew how to be the fan sitting there, and you know, you would think, "What is this guy doing?" But you know, he made it easier for every other comedian and actor to say what they wanted to say about sports and not just be seen. Without Tom Arnold come on, we don't have a Michael Rappaport. We don't, we don't have uh, guys who you wouldn't think would step on and have a, a, a point that was important or a point that was pertinent to what we were speaking about. So I think we opened up a bunch of things on the Best Damn Sports Show, changed a lot of views, a lot of ways. Helped this show that we're on right here. This show helped uh, helped because you can have fun. You can say things that are fun, and we can go. Um, thanks for the call, brother. Pretty slick. Uh, you know, we, I was thinking, who was the first person that called you Spider? Me. Self-given nickname? Yeah, so what happened is I have big eyes if you haven't noticed. And uh, so I was very skinny. So guys were wanting to call me Popeye. I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Not calling me Popeye. And then then I was really, really thin. So they, they said I look like a daddy long leg running up and down court. So I became Spider Sally. And then my real name is Johnny. But then it was Johnny Dawkins and it was Johnny Newman all in the same year as I was, and and I knew no one was going to remember Johnny Sally, so I went to Georgia Tech as Spider, Spider Sally. And I had a big nameplate said Spider, but you know nobody around my way was calling me Spider. They were like, Johnny, what's up with this Spider thing? <laughs> and so I was like, that's my nickname. I'm going with it, Spider Sally. And when I got down to Georgia Tech, I uh, sat there and found the, the guy who announces us, and I was like, yeah, I said, hey, uh, you throw Spider in there? He goes, where? I said, John Spider Sally. He was like, you want me to say, and now I'm going to say it. I'm going to sound exactly like I was in Atlanta because I can, I'm I'm bilingual. You want me to say Spider? You want me to say Spider Sally? I said, John Spider Sally. He said, yeah, I can say John Spider Sally. And I learned to say Sally as Sally because that's how they say it down south. So, they would say it, and Coach Crimmins would look around. It's like, who told him to say that? Said, chill, chill, chill. It's my name, Dog Spider. He's like, Spider's your name. <laughs> so that's how I got to it. And I just thought, you know, you got to have a nickname. And there was nobody in the NBA named Sally. 
I don't know why I didn't think that was going to be the thing that we can stick by, but that was it. That's how I got to it. I literally thought this up myself. I, I'm telling I've been planning for good, my though. takeover for a long time, bro. <laughs> Brilliant. 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 At this point. Hey, uh, let's talk a little boxing. Because uh, let's talk. Uh, yeah, well, I would tease it. All right, so we're going to tease. We're going to talk a little bit of boxing because whether you know it or not, I got an unbelievable jab. And I know how to keep my well, my right hand up. Eight foot arms. So That's yeah. right. I can jab, but boy, if you come out here, you're in trouble. And we're going to come back with overreaction Monday, right here on the Rich Eisen Show, John's out. Let's talk game time, boy. Do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show? And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Welcome back. Sitting at the Rich Eisen desk uh, right here. Now, it is furnished by... Um, an unbelievable company, um, Grainer, and it. In case you need to know what it is, um, that is right, right? Granger, Granger, furnished by Granger, yeah, love, by Granger, right? With supplies, solutions for everything. It's the right product for you. If you gotta go, go to Granger.com, or you can just you know go in there and check it out and buy anything you need. Anything, they have it all. Just thought I'd make that. A little sexier than it was before. I just read it straight through. It didn't give any, any, any nuance to my voice. I had to give it to that. All right. So we're sitting here, John Sally. I'm sitting in for my man, Rich Eisen. That's my man. My man's in them. My man. Somebody go get your man's. That's Whose my man's man right is it? <laughs> Whose man's is this? Uh, uh, his wife, the wonderful. She she was a great commentator too. What she happened? Was, like she just 
She married him and he said, only one of us can do sports. You got to sit home with the Bambinos. What, what? Rich like Giselle there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay home. This is my career. This is my career. <laughs> now, the funny thing about Susie is like almost everyone that comes in or calls in that knows Rich knew Susie before Rich. Like right. that's how much Susie because, was, you know, she was winning Emmy and doing her thing. Oh, that's Susie Eisenhower. <laughs> she was out here doing the Fox Sports Net thing and she covering the Lakers and the Dodgers and everybody. And, and then Rich came out here after, yeah. you know, and when NFL Network started up in 03. So she had already kind of met and become friends. Yeah. and was, She had Jerry West come. Is like, she'll co-host, she'll host, guest host, rather, the show a couple times a year. And, like, you know, she'll get. <laughs> I mean, Jerry West came in and Barkley calls in all the time. And yeah. Shaq and, like, her, her Rolodex is just. And so you would think, you would think, hey, man, my wife knows all of these guys. Dude, she is such the dude. When she talks to you, and when she was around it, he there's one thing, the fact that she picked him, and I was like, wow, because I, she was so, it was, when guys had this stupid thing about women over here and guys over here, she blew it out of the water. Like, you had to respect her, and you still do. And that's why all these guys come on. And you don't have to make me feel better that I have any guests. The reason I have any guests because it's President's Day, and everybody's celebrating for the president. That wasn't even where I was going. <laughs> no, I'm that. just joking. But, but I mean, I can't understand why Joe Dumars isn't calling. I mean, well, I'll be honest. I can't. I don't, I don't get it. Can you. we FaceTime Dennis, like, right now? Uh, I don't know if he has his makeup on. This <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's funny I watched Dennis on television on I think it was on a VH1 and and he said some things that I had no idea about he he was on with Tamar and he had said you know, one of his teammates slept with his wife and I was like who I was like what was that and I, I tell Isaiah, I, I'm with Isaiah and Rick. I said, did you see Dennis say? He was like, Sal, where have you been? I was like, when did that happen? Like, who is that? To this day, I don't know the story. Whoa. Don't know if it ever happened. And I was like, did he make that up? Am I living in a parallel universe? <laughs> like, did, what's happening? I'm telling you, I was, uh, I explained this to my cousin, Mike. I was so caught up in things that were going on in my life that I never really paid attention. I, I would go to practice to get away from my life. <laughs> it was like I was that. like, oh my God, practice at 11, I'd be there at nine. It looked like I was so serious about it. I just didn't want to hear any more in the house. So I was so happy. You, it had, was you had that giant house. Yeah, you had a mansion. Yeah. And I just found out, like, I, uh, I went back and uh, I saw it on uh, TikTok. Yeah, oh, yeah, I should send it to you. We can't play anybody else's TikTok on the air. Can uh, we? I don't yeah, know how that somebody right else's. And I was like, "Wow, look at the house!" And so I'm, I do um, the Detroit, um, the Michigan Lottery, Big Spin, mm-hmm. monthly. Uh, make sure you go buy your ticket, scratch it off, and then send it back in for your chance to win up to two million dollars on the Big Spin. All right, uh, free commercial. Um, and I went back. And I said, I rented a car. And I said, let me go check the house out. And I go, and they had done, taken everything out. The grass is out. They cut things down. They moved oh. things out. They put a new tree in the back. And, you know, it used to be my house, so I know how to get in. <laughs> <laughs> right? And all the other doors are locked. I was like, dog, I know a door that you can't lock. And I walk in the house, and they had torn everything. I videoed everything. Uh, I missed it, man. But it was, I was 25 you years old. You understand how that could have went left in a hurry, right? Especially in Detroit. 
Yeah. Especially you're seven foot it nineteen gone tall. Really, yeah. really wrong me sneaking back into a house I used to own twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you ain't been in this house twenty five years. But yeah, somebody told me that Kid Rock bought it and they're redoing it. It's totally everything inside is Man, taken down. I'm looking at this. This house was so nice. It was so nice. I used to I used to say so many things. I would when girls would come visit I would have uh, the chef, Kimmy. She hated doing it. She would go out and go, welcome, Mr. Sally. We'll be down in a minute. And she would walk out and be like, I hate you. I'd be right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) I come down. Oh, sorry to keep you waiting. You know, it just, I had to come from the other side of the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got lost. You understand? I, I, I I, I move my family in. Um, so many things I, I shouldn't have done. Um, and, and what I mean you by said that, you shouldn't have done. Well, you know, I, I, it, you take care and you put people in positions. Well, you could have put someone in a position in this house that you wouldn't have seen them for like a week. That's and how big yeah, this John exactly. was. That's what I thought. Right. <laughs> The house was so big. There was more that than I one kitchen. Get an apartment just so I can get away. Now, <laughs> was there but, more than one kitchen? There had to be. No, this kitchen was so big. I'm telling you, I'll show you the pictures, but the pictures, the kitchen was so big and uh, I wind up getting a chef and I wind up having a fire when I became vegan because she was like, I don't cook like that. And I was like, well, well I don't, eat, I like don't this. eat like that anymore. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, I had my two brothers, my boy, Michael, my cousin, Sabrina, my cousin, Russell, my daughter, Giovanna. I had a house, a house, uh, Guy Quavari, house guy that took care of it. Then I had Ernie, who was in charge of it. And I had Kimmy, the chef. Uh, I had two crews. I had the lady, Lucille, who used to clean my apartment. She was the only one allowed to clean my room. And then it, we had the crew clean the rest of the house. I mean, so Lucille only did your room. And only did else, my stuff. And someone else did the rest of the house. Did the rest of the house. It was the way I kept Lucille. Because you, you, know. tr- you trusted her to yeah, not freak you, out with the stuff that she'd seen. Oh, there's nothing to see. There's nothing to see. <laughs> there's nothing to see. It's just I, I wanted to keep her employed. I wanted to keep her employed. So, you know, she was my house. She took care of my stuff. And uh, I had Fat Cat uh, at security. Uh, but then I wound up having, you know, a security crew. My boy Art Davis who, you know, my brother-in-law just sent me his new card. Uh, that was cool, too. I, I didn't realize, you know, my brother was, my brother Ron was so smart. Uh, got to the point where I couldn't go to the clubs anymore because they, you know. Because you were tall. People knew, no, they knew I was going to be there. I was, I was in the club, and, and so we wound up having all the parties at the house. Of course. Well, how, how could you not? Yeah, and then we wound up having security. Uh, it was a trip. Because it was a trip when you have to, you know, I, I find my life so just much. to get in your own crib. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I told my I told my cousin all the time, like I feel sorry for Jay Z and Beyonce. They're they're in a prison. They can't go anywhere. Mm. And when they do go anywhere, I see it online. Like they can't do anything private, and they can't go by themselves. They don't drive themselves. They got to have security. You know, it's yeah. not like Harry and and. and <laughs> And his wife, you could just, you know, pull up places, you know, you miss out on a lot of things. Yeah, true. They have all the blessings in the world. Let me not take that. But the privacy thing is that's that security. Privacy is security. Tell you. All right. Because what's what's this thing? What we supposed to do on Mondays? 
Mondays, guys, you know, we do overreaction Monday, which is basically me just saying a bunch of crazy stuff. I, I don't necessarily believe it. Maybe a sliver of it, I believe. And then you tell me if it's totally crazy at overreaction or I'm on to something and it's a appropriate reaction. Proper reaction. All right, hit it. Play my music. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right. Since you're here, <laughs> self-given Spider Sally. Yes. Uh, which is crazy. You gave yourself your own nickname, but that's another conversation. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, NBA edition. <clears throat> NBA edition. All right. First up, NBA All-Star game needs to get competitive again or go the way of the Pro Bowl game. Oh, it's already gone the way of the Pro Bowl game. No one hits anybody. You hug. You, you're buddies with everybody. Um, what the, I think the All-Star game needs to be the All-Stars get to watch who they vote for to play. <laughs> that's, that's what should happen. The All-Stars say, hey, these are the top 12 over here, top 12 over here. You guys pick out of the league the 12 that you represent on the East and you represent on the West. Then you would see competition. You would see competition because if you make the NBA All-Star, you're... Well, think about this. All these guys are Fortune 500 companies anyway, walking around. So imagine if they would have picked... If everybody would have picked 6, 7, and 8 to play. Look at Utah. Utah won the 3-on-3 three -three competition, the skills competition. Yeah. That would have been more competitive if our top three or top five, if, if you could pick them from each team, it, it would be different and it would be competitive. What about the idea kind of going around that maybe they should ditch the game and have a one-on-one -on -one tournament? No, that would be boring. I, I was... Um, you don't want to see LeBron play Giannis one-on-one? -on -one? No. There's just going to be long guys reaching and there's going to be walking and a whole lot of ref, ref, ref. Okay. You're going to see a bunch of ref caulking. I was the host of Battleground for Nike since from 2002 until like 2005, and that was one-on-one. -on -one. And ref can't make a call. Um, you're just going to back the guy down. You're going to hit him with elbows and throw hook shots. So it's not going to be. I'm telling you, the skills really showing fundamentals, that's more impressive to me. All right, next up, Mac McClung saved the dunk contest. However, only if it gets the big stars out, Zion, Ja, and Edwards, somebody to do it next year. I agree. That's not, that, that, I think that's not outrageous. I think Mac is going to come back next season. He has to because he has to defend it. And I think Ja Morant is a, a game time dunker along with, I think Zion can do both. I think they both can do both, but I don't, I don't think it, behooves Ja Morant to be in a slam dunk contest because he if he gets in it he has to win is that why we never saw LeBron do it yeah LeBron is also a game time dunker and he had so much more on his mind or so much more pressure on saving the NBA himself when he yeah. came in right it, it, under tons of pressure taking a kid 17 18 years old out of high school and being the king of the league, saving the league. This is too bad because, you know, Neek did it, Mike did it, Kobe did it. We saw all these, like, big stars of their time do it in their early years in the league, and we just don't really see that anymore. Yeah, you're not going to see it. That, that it's, I'm telling you, it's too much at stake.
think about this. Um, they is it released, just ego? Is it just ego? No, like what, what if I lose? It's a business move. It's a business move. You you always got to be on the upside. You always got to be on the upside when you're a commodity, and and that's what these guys are. All right, let's uh, move on to the big news of the day in the NBA. Russell Westbrook uh, looks like he's going to join the Clippers now that he's a free agent. How about this? With Russ, the Clippers are going to make the Western Conference Finals. What's the record right now? All right, record right, right now, now they're the yeah, fourth seed, the thirty-three and twenty-eight. They're the fourth seed. Thirty-three and twenty-eight behind Sacramento, Memphis, and Denver. You know, um, there's a trip. 30 and 28, you said? 33 and 28. So when we won a championship in Detroit, we was six we won 63 games. And then when I was on the you know, when I was on the Lakers, we won 64 games. So literally how you into the situation of 28 losses and being a fourth seed is a trip. <laughs> like some the, the the way these guys are getting to the playoffs too, almost 500. It's a trip. It's a trip. Um, I think they get their new arena next year. Yeah, yeah, next right. Year or the year after? Is it, is it coming out? Oh, wait right? a minute. No, I might guess be in it's twenty four. Might be in two years. Oh, okay. So wait a minute. I thought I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, you got to look that up. Got to think about that too. The Lakers going to the Staples Center, win the championship three years in a row. Um, I think it's good for the Clippers. I think they're making they're making moves. To to want to win, as I was explaining, yeah, yeah. as I was explaining, you it's about winning now, and I think it's great for Westbrook because now he doesn't have to deal with. I just think this break he needed, he needed this break, and once he had this break and he got that out of the way, he could just play. You know, I tell you, once when I was playing, and all of a sudden I was like on a ten day contract, I played different. You play different when you're just playing basketball. You play, as opposed to treating it as the job it is, it's just hard when you treat it as a job. Are they going to make the Western Finals? You no. Who is it? Who's in the West Finals? How how, how are the Grizzlies doing? They're third. Yeah. Sorry, I, they're second right now. I'm I'm going I'm going with them and Phoenix. Nope. In the West, and Boston, and the Bucks on the East. Oh, I left Dallas out again. Why? Why do you? Yeah, believe why are you in so Dallas? high on? Yeah, that? why do you believe in Dallas? We're a little confused by that. I am. I am a huge Kyrie fan, and I'm not saying that I was always. Ever since I, I saw him playing, I always thought I was like I. I don't know what I don't know why they started seeing it late. I saw the ball handling and the way he played. Before that, yeah. um, I talked to his pops dread sometime via text, uh, and I just think it. I just think that literally. You think they're gonna figure it out? Yeah, I really do. I really feel that they have what it takes. Um, that full squad, what it takes, and, and especially when guys are just playing hard and they don't have to. Like I said, if if you know all the cameras on Michael. All the cameras on Isaiah, you can do as long as you do things that are great. You can Tristan Thomas yourself into it into a championship. <laughs> you remember wow. Tristan Thomas all of a sudden was wow. balling, and they were like, "Wow, okay. what's happening?" So 
you can you can get into that situation. No disrespect to Tristan, sure, because um, he's a true Jamaican, blood clad. He <laughs> definitely, uh, but you can get yourself when you're behind great plays like that. And I think the fact that when he showed up, when Kyrie showed up, it was like he didn't mix a step. He was right into his. He's game. been playing great this year. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that goes to my next one. I, I think we're headed for a Phoenix Boston Finals. Phoenix Boston. That, that's because we both love the Celtics. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of made me nervous when I had to think about the Bucks for a second. But I, I really, and, you know, that controversy they lived through, they, they can make it up now. We still have no idea what happened. And, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with Nia Long, and she wouldn't even, like, we didn't have as much conversation about that. And then I watch her just come out in great movies and keep it moving. So shout out to my girl Nia Long yeah. all, all yeah. day. Team Long. I shout out Nia Long too. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know her, but I just want to shout her out. Shout out to Nia Long. <laughs> I should have had Nia come over. We would have had Come to on, ask Sally. Question. I mean, what, wow. what are you doing? What are you going to bring her up know. now? She, she, was, she, she went on with Wanda. Minutes she went on with Wanda at the Daily Long, Show. Man. So, you know, she only man. doing. You know. When you coming back? Hey, you know what? I'm trying to get my own show on Roku. Hey, now. Uh, I don't know. Whenever. I can get back to this All right, show. Last oh. one. Uh, I don't know who's going to be MVP this year, but I'm I'm going to say Embiid. I would vote for him. Jokic can't be MVP if Denver's just going to lose in the first round again. Well, you picked the MVP before the playoffs. I understand that, but that was part of people's thing last year. Like, how can he be the MVP if Denver's just going to lose in five games in the first round? Because of what he did in 82 games. So in 82 games... And like we said, right, we were talking about the Jets. It's just happy that they make it to the playoffs. It's so hard to be in the top 16, the final 16 team. So um, 17, 17 teams. Well, now 20 teams make it. 20 with, teams, with that's the, right. With the play-in tournament. That is correct. <laughs> but that's why people were saying, look, the reason why Embiid didn't win it last year. He just lost in the first round. Like, are you yeah, really the MVP? Then they shouldn't pick the MVP until the final. Until the, everything is over. That's when they should pick it. They should pick it. Yeah, because you after can't. the championship. Because if or you took your team, or they need to team, give out the award right when the season ends, so nobody can complain. Because the problem is they give it out at a weird spot, and then they're just like, "Oh, this guy won. He lost in the first round." Yeah, but think about this: we wouldn't have got a Kings. Just domination over David Robinson had that fact not happened. Had they not given David Robinson that that MVP award in front of the dream, and then if you remember that series, oh my goodness, yeah. Kim Olajuwon was the greatest player on God's green. Yeah, he gave him the business. Yeah, and he couldn't take the trophy back. And it was David Robinson. This wasn't like a scrub, bro. This is the admiral. Who's MVP this year? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Embiid. I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it. One, I, I'm never going to pick a guard. <laughs> I'm always going to go with the big fella. I, big actually, man I don't think a guard can win anymore. It's a different game now. I don't know. Dame, uh, Damien Lillard, he could. I don't know, man. That kid is an unbelievable player. And we left them out, too. We left Portland out of the conversation. They're never going to win. But I'm, 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 I'm a Clipper fan because of Ty Lue and Brian Shaw are the coaches. So that's my reason. I know I got the dumbest reasons, right? I just want to see my my ex-teammates do well. That's that's probably it. All right, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a break from the Rich Eisen Show right here. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, everybody. Uh, Sitting here, John Sally sitting in for Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen Show right here at the desk. Um, It's funny, Giannis, he said means John. I played in Greece for six weeks. How was that? uh, this, This is it. So last summer, yeah, it was last summer, they released Giannis's movie on Disney Plus. Right. So they had me come to the premiere. It was like, you know, screening, they called it. So a screening and a premiere are two different things. When I get there, they got, Disney got it on lock. And all of his people are coming through. I see a bunch of Greek people. <laughs> and they look at me funny. And this guy, and I look, and I realize this guy's from Greece. And he touches the other guy, and he points at me, and he's not happy. And I go, oh, Olympanakos. <laughs> And he turns around and he goes, that's right, Olympinakos. So Giannis played the, the, when he first talking, the, the coach from Olympinakos, they had to help the kids out in what you call it. That's what he was a part of. There's seven professional teams in Athens alone. Wow. So there's seven professional teams. And Olympinakos is one I pay for Panathinaikos. And they hate one another. Oh. So... <laughs> Giannis' brother is happy to see me. Oh, Joe, Sally, you got to meet my brothers. and He played for Panathinaikos at one time. So when I met Giannis, he said, hey, hey, nice. How are you meeting? I go, like, yeah, yeah, thank. And in his brain, because he was a little kid when I was there, is this idiot place, <laughs> Panathinaikos. So I'm thinking, I, this guy probably doesn't know that. Knew everything about it. Knew They were so particular about it. But I went to the gas station in the car. And they, they give you a, a car to drive. I had a, a beautiful 7 Series BMW. And I drive to this gas station. They pump the gas. No one comes over. And I'm thinking, maybe no one's here. And I get out, and these guys are not moving. And I was like, oh, man, last time this happened was in Georgia, and I was in Lake Lanier. But then, long story. And uh, they had beards <laughs> and overalls and, and, and Confederate flags. But these guys... <laughs> Dr. Lennons and things? Because the gas station, if it's the Limpinacos in the stand, in what you call it, that's their team. Right. I had to find a gas station that had Panathinaikos sign in it. It was like I was a blood or a crip, wow. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was it was some it was crazy. But it was uh it was an experience. I played for the coach uh who was Tony Kukos coach. Mm-hmm. And I I said it before, he said uh 
that if Michael Jordan played in Europe, he would only average 15 points. And I, I knew I had to leave. I was like, man, my guy's doing crack. <laughs> this coach is definitely on crack. Rock. To say that. And I, didn't, I, and I don't watch or pay attention to gossip or situations. So I didn't know the problem with Scotty and Michael and Tony. Not until I saw the last dance. Mm, I didn't know that was a problem because when I was on the Bulls, it wasn't a problem. They didn't say anything negative about Tony because Tony was putting in work. He was. So I didn't I didn't run into any of that. I still see at autograph sessions, the last one I did in Chicago, I saw Tony Kuko. Tony is by far one of the greatest players I ever played against. They leave him out, you know, because of Michael and Scotty, but he was one of the greatest. What? What you got to say about that? Well, I was just thinking like they didn't really have beef when they were on the same team, right? It was just during that Olympics, and when, I didn't know that when when they wanted to prove, like, okay, let me let's let, let's show Jerry something. And, yeah, and they were wrong. Yeah, they because were it's so wrong. It's like you said about teammates, right? You you want to have teammates, you want to create this bond and have them trust you. But they were just like, no, we're gonna set a precedent here. We're gonna let you know with the hierarchy, and it seemed more about proving Jerry Krause wrong yeah. than anything else. Yeah, it was senseless. It was it, it was needed so they can win. Because if they would have given Tony any glimpse of letting him do his thing, it would have been an entirely different dream team situation. No way. I'm telling you, man, this guy is amazing. I'm, I'm not uh, anybody to play against him. He's left-handed. He's six ten. Oh yeah, Kukoc was dope, but they weren't winning. They weren't beating the dream team. It wasn't. Well, it would have been a. They made that. They made that very important. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> 